2: Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere getting underway with our number two, the Bobby Mac show on this wet and rainy Thursday. And we kick it off by welcoming to our airwaves a very special guest today, the son of uh, President Donald John Trump. That is Don Trump Jr. Mr. Trump, welcome to the program.
1: Good to be with you, Bob. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great, thanks. It's a little soggy down here today, as uh, you probably discovered when you visited with us earlier.
1: Uh, I did, yes. The weather is definitely less than awesome.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: Mr. Trump, uh, we have seen Democrat governors and mayors enabling these domestic terrorists uh, in cities like Portland and Seattle and, and others. Uh, and to me, it just strikes me as being another page from the same book, that the mayor of Nashville, we now learn, has hid from the public there that the flu numbers in bars and restaurants were very low, and they didn't want anybody to know about that. I know this drew your reaction today as well.
1: It it did. It's pretty disgusting. I'm watching a lot of these uh, mayors, uh, these uh, radicals, uh, not calling out crime. You notice that not one single person that the DNC brought up the crime and the rioting and the looting and the arson and the vandalism that's going on all over our country. Right. Uh, They want to play up the disease, uh, the risk, because they want to shut down the economy. They saw the economic numbers were great. What they forget to tell you, you know, they were you saw the press the other day, right? The media was so disappointed that the numbers of the economy were surprisingly strong that unemployment in the midst of a pandemic was actually equivalent to the Obama Biden average in the middle of a pandemic. And they're still upset that the economy is coming back. But what they forget to tell you is that states like California, New York, Michigan are still primarily shut down. So Mm -hmm. the numbers are good, missing, what, 25 percent of the economy when you take some of those big states uh, and and add it all up there. So the reality is we're much better off uh, than everyone wants to believe. But no one wants that out there because they know that would be really good for Donald Trump and a disaster for Joe Biden who didn't ever do anything well economically? Who did nothing but spend his five, fifty years in Washington D.C. shipping our jobs abroad, sending our American dream to China with failed trade policies? Just it never ends with Joe Biden. But the media, in their you know their rule, their job to make sure that Joe Biden is elected, they neglect to tell us all of these things. Yeah. So I'm sure this won't be a big story, even if it's absolutely disgusting.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's pretty sad that uh, the the so-called uh, lamestream media is is merely acting now as a public relations arm of the DNC. Here we are going into the home stretch of the campaign. I know a lot of discussion about the concern over voter fraud with these mail-in ballots and now the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania ruling today that they don't have to have matching signatures on mail-in ballots for them to still count. Uh, we're going to see more of this the closer we get to election day.
1: I imagine so. I mean, I can't think of a possible reason why the signature wouldn't match the person who's supposed to be voting sure. unless they're cheating. But of course they will. And you're going to get that in the, uh, the Democrat states. They're going to do whatever they can to prevent a fair election. Uh, that's sort of their plan. That's what they've been doing all along. So uh, I imagine you'll see more of that. The RNC has litigated and fought these things tooth and nail. Uh, it's been the most litigious RNC in the history of the RNC trying to stop uh, these guys from playing these games. You know, they're trying to utilize uh, the fear from COVID, another reason they want to play play it up uh, instead of down. They don't want people to go back to work. Right. Uh, they don't want people to think that they can vote safely when they obviously can. You've seen the thousands of votes that have cast in some of the primaries and all of these things. There's been no correlation. Ari Fleischer's been talking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of vote cast, no change in the number of uh, you know people infected. So it can be done safely. It can be done reasonably. But they don't want that. They want people to be in fear. Uh, they don't want your business opening up because if your business goes out, Who cares? will put yeah, you on the government dole. Sure. It, put you will you on the it, government dole, and you'll be a Democrat voter for life.
2: Yeah, that's what they're hoping. And it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it, they're essentially claiming it's perfectly safe for you to go shopping for groceries at the grocery store, but it's unsafe for you to go to a polling place to cast a vote. That's ludicrous.
1: Well, and don't forget, I mean, I, I wrote a book called Liberal Privilege. I, right. I had a lot of time over the quarantine. I had four months to look at our opponent. And I found 360 pages worth of material, uh, 18 (laughs) chapters that would be totally disqualifying to Donald Trump or his family if we did those things. But Joe Biden gets away with it. That's liberal privilege. So it was sort of amazing that I'm locked away at home for four months. And I was able to write an entire book that long about things that no one in the media seems interested to talk about. And this is yet another example of it. They won't talk about Joe Biden's terrible trade policies. They won't talk about his destruction of American blue-collar jobs. They won't talk about the radical policies that he's espousing. They don't even talk about the radical people that are surrounding him. You know, it, everyone knows it's not Joe Biden who's going to be in charge. It's going to be Kamala Harris. Sure. It's going to be Bernie Sanders. That's the platform he's adopted. Uh, you know, they don't talk about his flips. They don't talk about his brain surgeries. They don't talk about his family and the crime and graft that they've been able to pull off. Uh, you know, just stuff. Imagine that I did those things. What would happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, imagine I unmasked, you know, my father unmasked an incoming president coming in. Uh, Imagine George Bush did that to Obama coming in. It'd be the biggest political scandal in American history. All of a sudden, no one wants to talk about it after four years of lying to us about Russia collusion.
3: So I wrote liberal
1: privilege because I figured someone had to take on the mainstream media and point out all the very real flaws of Joe Biden. And the reality is if Joe Biden could have done anything for America by now, he would have done it. But he can't. He's failed at everything he's ever done uh, in that respect. Uh, If he could have fixed racial strife in America... I don't know, why didn't he do it under, I don't know, the first African-American president? You would think that would be a good platform to do it.
2: (laughs) You would think. But he had no
1: interest in those problems. He just wants to campaign on them, not solve them. That's been his story for 50 years. So we have the opportunity to elect a president uh, that's going to fight for America, that's going to put America first, and a president, more importantly, that has done it before. The guy that built the strongest economy America has ever known is the guy that can do it again. Not a guy that's been talking about it for half a century with no track record of success.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, you're familiar, of course, uh, with the old saying in politics is it's hard to steal a landslide. That is what I sense coming. And I know that they're going to try all the kind of ballot harvesting and uh, fraud with mail-in ballots and everything else they can. But I am confident at the end of the day that uh, your dad uh, will be reelected to a second term in 46, 47 days from now?
1: Well, I I sure hope so. You know, we're out there on the ground. As you know, I'm on the ground. I did, you know, six states uh, the day before yesterday. I did four yesterday. uh, We're on the ground because we don't have the benefit, uh, Bob, of having a mainstream media complex that will spend billions of dollars trying to cover up for us uh, to to shield us from reality and truth. Uh, They'll let Joe Biden go anywhere and lie because he's camouflaged for the radical left. He's the guy that will let the radical left take over the Democrat party. So they want that. So, uh, we don't have that benefit. So we just got to be on the ground fighting hard. We got to mobilize everyone. We need our guys to go to Army dot com. Yep. You sign up, uh, mobilize, make the calls, knock on doors. Uh, we have to do this organically. My father did this for the American people. Now he needs the American people to step up for him. Joe Biden's got Hollywood. He's got mainstream media. He's got Wall Street. He's got. Uh, all the wackos, uh, you know, we need real good, hardworking Americans to fight back for us.
2: Yeah, no question about it. And and I would like you to know, sir, and carry back to Washington with you the knowledge that there are those of us in talk radio doing what we can on a daily basis to offset the BS that comes from the liberal media and to tell people the truth. And we wish you the best.
1: I really appreciate that, Bob. And I, and I know that uh, you guys have done a, a great job with that. But, you know, you compare that to Google to Facebook to Twitter yeah. to Instagram to Hollywood to NBA to the NFL and all these people who just fold like cheap rugs and then you know the mainstream media uh it, it's a big hill so it's good to be in the battle with you and just keep doing what you do we appreciate it
2: that is our intent Donald Trump Jr appreciate your visit to the upstate today sir uh, godspeed and uh, thanks for joining us here on the program
1: uh, I really appreciate it and you know for those of you that may be listening and that are on the fence go get liberal privilege and find out what Joe Biden's really about uh, I think it's important, not even for the MAGA crowd, but for those people who don't know who are being manipulated by 96 percent negative media coverage of Donald Trump uh, over the four years. So, uh, you know, check it out, educate yourself and learn from yourself. That's how we combat this nonsense.
2: Appreciate uh, your time today, sir, and uh, give our best to your dad and and everybody in the family.
1: I'll do that. Thank you, Bob.
2: You bet. Donald Trump Jr. joining us this afternoon. Thank him for his time. Quarter after four here on The Bobby Mack Show. Now, there is more going on. With the South Carolina GOP, Uh, some interesting uh, developments, uh, not only in the legislature that affect the election, but uh, some other things that are breaking uh, in in uh, just overnight from from yesterday. And uh, Drew McKissick with the South Carolina GOP, I believe, is going to be joining me here in a couple of minutes as well. So uh, we'll do that on the other side. And our thanks to uh, Donald Trump Jr. for taking time to join us today. Quarter after four here on The Bobby
1: Mack Show. Be right back here on Thursday. Howdy. Welcome back.
2: A soggy Thursday afternoon edition of the Bobby Mack Show. My thanks again to the president's son, Donald Trump Jr., from uh, joining us on the program. And with me now is the chairman of the South Carolina GOP, Drew McKissick. And Drew, I imagine uh, you probably do not find yourself insulted that you were today placed uh, lower in the lineup when you were uh, bumped down uh, for uh, for the son of the President of the United States. I imagine you don't take offense to that.
4: Yeah, imagine my shock. You know, somebody in that spot. I, I think you're going to do a little bit better in the ratings there with uh, Trump Jr. than you will with me. But that's all right. I'm happy to serve wherever I can, brother.
2: I hear you. You know, and and when I talk with Don Jr., I am constantly encouraged about uh, the future uh, of the future generations of Trump's who may still have something to say in the in the field of politics as a candidate somewhere down the road, because uh, he's great. Yeah, he is great. Let me ask you, Drew, about this uh, news conference this morning that the South Carolina GOP and uh, grassroots supporters uh, put on. Uh, This was uh, down at uh, GOP headquarters there in Columbia, right? Actually, it's tomorrow morning. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting Good ahead morning. of
4: myself. Well, yeah, because uh, you know the rain uh, messed things up today, so that's
2: the four o'clock. Oh yeah, right. O'clock. Gotcha. Yep. And and but, the, uh, the the story here is that uh, what you guys have been uh, nosing around, and it, it not not in terms of spying, but what's available <laughs> in public, and have discovered yeah. some uh, some interesting. Uh, yeah. At tweets, uh posts, yeah. uh, that sort of thing.
4: False statements if you will well look his Uh the uh Washington Free Beacon uh broke the story uh day well day before yesterday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. late Tuesday evening. Right. Uh with information uh regarding uh tweets uh of uh Jamie Harrison's communications director and his political director. Uh-oh. Uh tweets that were anti Semitic, uh just very broadly anti Semitic. Uh, sexist, joking about rape, joking about sexual assault, uh, joking about, you know, forcing folks to perform sexual acts on them, Uh, Mm. homophobic, uh, you know, it just goes on and on down the line. And this was repeatedly over, you know, the course of about four years of behavior between the two of them. Uh, And this was, you know, unlike sometimes things you see elsewhere, sometimes and even on both sides of the aisle, Mm -hmm. this was not isolated, it was repeated, and this was not private. This was public. I mean, this is somebody thought this through, and it hit the submit button on Twitter, and put it out there, and then followed up and put it out there again, and put it out there again. And it's you know we've you know, nosed around as you say, and uh, right. that, and there's there's other stuff out there that we'll uh, release and talk about tomorrow, following up on this. Uh, and well, wait, a, wait, a, okay. wait
2: a second, Drew, because it it strikes me when you're talking about Facebook posts or tweets or whatever uh-huh. that are uh, vulgar, uh, that uh-huh. that talk about uh, sexist kind of stuff, uh, anti-Semitic posts. Uh, uh-huh. are, aren't aren't these people who are uh, Part of the uh, the staff of of Jamie Harrison's campaign, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Have have
4: they? That's that's the thing. It's you you got three main points here. One is is the behavior, really, totally out of bounds of just you know not just polite society, but you know much less working in staff jobs on a United States Senate campaign. Okay, right. Uh, the, The second point, you know, goes to. Uh, the hypocrisy that you point out, the liberalism mm-hmm. more of the do as I say, not as I do, liberal hypocrisy stuff I, that you know, we saw, say, most brazenly in you know, the Kavanaugh hearings. You know, sure. well, wow, We're going after Kavanaugh because of stuff that somebody said that he might have said when he was in high school. Well, it turns out right. he didn't say that, but we'll crucify him in the meantime. <laughs> and this is stuff these people are actually saying. Uh, you know, so you got the, the liberal hypocrisy that's on parade each and every day of the week and on the news and so forth. We see it all the time from, from Me Too issues to, uh, you know, um, Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done, you know, when right. she's not supposed to be getting her hair done. You know? Right. And then the third thing, uh, the third thing is uh, the judgment issue. I mean, this goes to Jamie Harrison's judgment, the type right. of people that he hires to put in positions of responsibility. Yep. Uh, and that's something I think voters in South Carolina need to take to heart.
2: Well, there's there's kind of an ironic beauty in this in that these are people who are out there constantly telling everybody else how to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're yeah. the ones that created yeah. cancel culture. Yeah.
3: they're the yeah. ones that's, that
2: created. Yeah. They're the ones that created hashtag Me Too. Uh, they're yeah. the ones that, that they're go the ones all that along. Well, exactly. (laughs) You know, considering that uh, their Democrat candidate for the presidency uh, has some uh, accusations against his past behavior as well. But of course, that's not going to that's not going to get it. That's not going to have any legs in the mainstream media. But, you know, it's funny because we were just talking with Donald Trump Jr. about about his book about liberal hypocrisy. And and here are more real world examples of it.
4: Well, and, you know, this is, you know, they like to, you know, frame themselves not just as the party of tolerance and the party of inclusion, the party of diversity, uh, the party of equality,
3: Mm -hmm. uh,
4: and the party of, you know, women's empowerment. You know, well, here we are joking about, you know, rape and sexual assault, et cetera, et cetera. Well, here we are joking, you know, for the equality crowd, here we are joking about, you know, homophobia, homophobia. Uh, Real nice. Uh, You know, so. And, and what gets me is when the story broke in the coverage, the director of SC Equality mm-hmm. has the gall to say, "Well, you know, we're just we think we need to get back to the issues in this campaign." So even if they don't take it seriously <laughs> because it's, it's a total double standard. This is yeah. all all it's all isn't, about political power, political isn't power it? Always just how to get there,
2: and that's isn't it. it always with these people? And that's what disgusts so many people. You know, you mentioned uh, Pelosi. You know, going to get her hair done, and and ironically, of course, <laughs> in the next day, the South Carolina, uh, the the uh, San Francisco uh, Board of Commissioners modify the law so that everybody can go to the beauty salon <laughs> after Pelosi is already. I mean, it's it's just it's outrageous uh, the way they constantly live one way and tell us we must live another.
4: Well, they were legalizing it ex post facto, right? <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> ah, geez. But if anybody is good at uh, closing the barn door after the equines have exited the facility, it,
3: there you go. it,
2: it would be the Democrat Party. Uh, Drew, thanks, as always. We'll be uh, checking with you on the uh, the news conference uh, amended uh, due to the weather, of course, uh, tomorrow morning yes, sir. Uh, there in Columbia. And thanks for your time, as always. <clears throat> and uh, and Absolutely. thanks for uh, working with us on the scheduling today. Sure, this this no kind of problem came up uh, last minute, but as I said, I'm sure you understand, and I appreciate uh, yes, uh, your working with us here.
4: Absolutely. Have a good one now.
2: You too. Drew McKissick, the chairman of the South Carolina GOP. 429 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to update the news, and I'm right back on the other side here on a wet and rainy Thursday on WORD. i uh, 47 miles of barbed wire. Use a cobra snake for a necktie. Come on, baby. Tell me. Who do you love? 435 now. Little uh, George Thorogood and the destroyers in the background. 25 before 5 o'clock. You heard Annie mention uh, in the just concluded newscast, CVS is uh, going to be greatly expanding their Wuhan flu testing stations, which sends a message that the sadly the pandemic isn't over and neither is the testing. Uh, many wonder if they have something, even though they show no symptoms, like this guy. As we uh, get to our quarantine for today, this guy who just wants to uh, get together with his lady, it's today's quarantine with apologies to Tony Orlando and Dawn.
3: I'm taking the test just one more time Now I'm all alone in my car in this long, long line The first time that I took it, it came back inconclusively Now I've got to find out for certain if I'm virus-free My girl, she asked me, please So stick another cotton swab in my nasal cavity I've been waiting here for hours And I really need to pee pee. If you don't stick a cotton swab in my nasal cavity I'll never know if I could make her sick Cause I look healthy as can be So stick another cotton swab in my nasal cavity
2: yeah, certainly sounds like fun, doesn't it? Well, don't worry about it. You know, you can just go sit in the line for hours, fill out the paperwork, never do the testing, and then you'll hear two or three days later, hey, you tested positive. Jeez. All these numbers, uh, the guy who died of COVID-19 who had a gunshot wound to the head, the guy who died in a motorcycle wreck and died of COVID-19, ay, ay, ay. Uh, Twenty-two before five here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, let's uh, get to the phones uh, this afternoon because I know we have some folks that have been waiting. Uh, beginning with Jeff, who here is in uh, my stomping grounds of Taylor's. Hi, Jeff, and welcome to the show.
5: Good afternoon, Bob. Thanks for having me. Uh, yes, sir. I've just uh, I've noticed something about your show. The you know United States stops in to see you, and now uh, his son comes and calls you on the phone. Uh, right. You have kind of become the Ric flair or the elvis of the radio (laughs) up here in south carolina so
3: uh, (laughs) i don't
2: don't know if i've uh, reached that exalted company or not jeff but i appreciate the thought
5: hey we we like it we're we're very proud we hope you'll (laughs) do this forever so uh, what i called you about was you know i don't know if This is well, yeah, I'm sure it's intentionally being overlooked and not reported on. But, uh, you know, if Donald Trump went to a restaurant and sat in the same chair that a a Russian ambassador sat in a week ago, it would be on the front page (laughs) of every uh, newspaper. But uh, Joe Biden, correct me if I'm wrong, but did he not give the eulogy at the funeral of Senator Robert Byrd, who was not just a member of the Ku klux klan but an right. officer of the klu klux klan and you know, they got the nerve to call somebody a racist <laughs> well, his running mate called him a racist in the when in the debates and uh i'm gonna tell you something bob if you uh if you gave if you've been in the senate uh 50 years right and uh robert Byrd was in the senate for 75 years uh there's no way that you didn't know that he was in the Ku Klux Klan. I sure. just don't believe that. Yeah,
2: so, yeah, that's right. Uh, Bird was, uh, I don't know what his, his rank was, but uh, he was uh, some kind of uh, exalted uh, omnipotent stomper or something uh, in the KKK in West Virginia and apparently was proud of it because he made no secret of it. And yet, you know, when he uh, finally uh, ends up uh, passing away, there you got Biden, you got Hillary round up the usual suspects, and they're all there talking in glowing terms about his public service. Uh, but, of course, nobody hey, <clears throat> brings up his uh, association with the KKK. Well, if you
5: wanted to count the number of times that Robert Byrd had used the N-word, you probably oh. have to have one of those things like the count money at the bank.
2: Yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, where the bills well, that, are just flashing I mean, by. Yeah, right.
5: <laughs> that That, to me, is just, It's unbelievable. You sit and you think, is that the best the Democrats could put forward? Good Lord.
2: Yeah, and and look at Biden, you know, getting up there and stumbling his way through stuff. Now, I guess they finally fixed his meds uh, to the point where he can put together a coherent sentence. But even when he does, I look at his ads. uh, he He is promising to do things if he becomes president that Donald Trump has already done
5: it's It's unbelievable. you know i I know what dementia looks like. My dad had it before mm. he passed away, and uh, and his family should be ashamed. well, I guess they got no shame, but they should be ashamed of their self. Let this go forward because yeah. that's a cruel thing to do to somebody that is medically impaired like that.
2: and cruel. And yet, and yet, apparently he's still arrogant and egotistical enough that uh, he he believes that he can uh, fake his way all the way through Election Day. I still have my doubts wow. about his showing up for the debate, though.
5: That might be the only way, if he gets elected president, him and his, most of his family won't go to prison for stealing a uh, billion dollars from China. So yeah,
2: And, and, and it's funny how <laughs> we don't hear anything at all about the corruption of Biden enriching his own family, not only in China, but with Ukraine as well. You know, and the guy flip-flops left and right. He just did it again. Uh, Now Biden says his legal team believes he would have the authority to advance a federal mask mandate through an executive order. Do they really think that's a a campaign issue that they can win on, you know, forcing everybody to wear a mask everywhere in America?
5: You know what, Bob? I'm so, knowing that this whole thing's a fraud, I'm so sick of the mass thing that I just
3: yeah.
5: feel like throwing up in it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I
2: know what you mean. It's uh, and to watch the the way uh, the uh, tyrannical mayors and governors have enforced all this stuff is something that you would see, uh, you know, in a uh, uh, banana republic or uh, the old Soviet Union. And, and yet they feel like this is this is a campaign issue that they can win on. Jeff, thanks for the call and uh, the kind Thank words. You. Good to have you here, sir. Appreciate it. 17 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show, in on my text line. Bobby, why doesn't WORD require Mr. Harrison's ads to say he's a Democrat? Well, this uh, falls under federal election law, and it does not require you to disclose the party that you're running for, only to disclose who is paying for the ad, okay? Okay. Uh, Bobby, every time I hear Donald Trump Jr., I hope he will run for president next time. I'm not sure of anyone else uh, that uh, would keep us going in the direction we need to go as a nation. I would agree. Uh, Bobby, please tell Donald Trump Jr. to be prepared. His time to serve in the White House is approaching. Uh, Unfortunately, we may not be able to keep his dad in office 12 more years. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like FDR, right? Um, Bobby, the idiots in Charleston, they are numerous. That's it's a liberal hotbed. The idiots in Charleston are suing the energy producers for causing flooding from climate change. The flooding, of course, is due to all the development over the last half century with greatly increased runoff, not climate change. Jeez. Uh Bobby uh, you know about uh, Pennsylvania uh, being able to count mail in ballots where the signatures on the ballot don't match. it's interesting that when I worked in the bank, we had to verify signatures, and if there was a discrepancy uh, say uh, saying that we had to have we had to have two verifiable forms of ID, and we were uh, just deciding if this was the right person, not. Deciding who is going to be president from uh, David in Gaffney. And another texter uh, merely says, uh, Bob Don Jr. 2024. Quarter before five here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more as we cruise on here on a wet and soggy
1: edition on Thursday.
3: Welcome back.
2: Nine before five o'clock here on the Bobby Mac Show. The reason I mention uh, the uh, ease to uh, cheat with uh, mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting and the rest in people, in, in uh, places like Pennsylvania uh, is is not to scare you. Uh, it is to merely encourage you to make sure that you and every member of your family and all your friends and the people you see at church and all the rest are aware of just how important this upcoming election is. Now, it it is uh, a bit of a train wreck, but it doesn't negate the fact that uh, we're gonna see these stories, uh, stories about uh, mail-in ballots. In North Carolina, some voters received multiple absentee ballots. You may remember we had a call yesterday talking about receiving multiple absentee ballots. uh, And that was in South Carolina. That was from uh, Pat in Union County. Officials say there was no chance these folks, numbering fewer than 500, could vote twice and not get caught. However, uh, that's still not really the point. A mix-up with the first absentee ballot sent in North Carolina caused some voters to receive two identical ballots for the November general election. Some ballots intended for voters in Matthews were mislabeled with the wrong names. They were shredded before they could send out, be sent out this week, said uh, election officials in Mecklenburg County. When officials printed new mailing labels to correct the mistake, some voters ended up getting two duplicate ballots, but it affected fewer than 500 voters. But, I mean, you know, we have dead cats getting ballots Patterson, New Jersey, their municipal elections had to be scrapped. The results had to be thrown out because about 20 percent of the ballots had been tossed over concerns about fraud. Pennsylvania, as I mentioned, they're going to accept ballots even if the voter signatures don't match. And in New Hampshire, a man was recently arrested for voting twice during the 2016 election. And uh, how about the top? Democrat operative who admitted that mail-in voter fraud is easy and more common than you think. Uh, One other note related to this, nearly 350,000 dead registrants remain on voter rolls across 41 states, according to an audit conducted by the Public Interest Legal Foundation. The number is a major improvement Over the last time, an assessment of this kind of uh, range and scope was performed, that was back in 2012, when Pew Research uh, turned up 2 million deceased voters on the rolls. In the 2016 and 2018 elections, states credited 14,608 registrants for voting after uh, having exited this mortal coil. The foundation didn't count cases where votes could have been cast by people who were still living during the early or absentee voting period. North Carolina led the U.S. in both 2016 and 2018 in the number of votes credited to people who were dead. The second worst states in both elections registered three times fewer votes that had been cast by dead people. So here we are, we got less than uh, two months before election day in November. And this report is a, uh, I think, a big contribution to the argument about mail-in voting. Supporters of that, of course, say it's more essential than ever in 2020 because of the uh, dread COVID-19 virus. Uh, They don't answer the question, how come it's okay to go to the grocery store and the pharmacy safely, but not to your polling place? Uh, But we know that mail-in ballots open the door for fraud and undermine uh, the voters' confidence in the outcome of an election. Some hundred million voters will either receive ballots or ballot request forms in the mail, according to a tally kept by the WAPO, the uh, Washington Compost. Early and absentee voting has already begun in some states. Uh, The Trump administration has embarked on an audit Uh, They did this also in 2018 uh, with the formation of the Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity. So this is a problem that's being dealt with. The commission was forced to disband after facing coordinated resistance from state officials who had stonewalled their requests for their voter roll data. Uh, And so they're resulting now the, the end story is they're, they're having to go to court in many of these instances to uh, try and slow down or stop uh, any ballot harvesting and uh, stuffing the ballot box with mail-in ballots. Uh, in on the text line, Bobby, why are we allowed mail-in voting? Same excuse as has been used in other states uh, because of COVID-19. Furthermore, why don't we enforce the date stamp? Uh, in South Carolina, that will be enforced. In Pennsylvania, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you can uh, have, uh, as long as the date stamp on on the envelope is correct, you can still turn in a mail-in ballot or still have one counted three days after the election. <sighs> Suffice it to say, the Dems are going to do anything within their power, or as they like to say, by any means necessary to... Uh, halt the presidency of donald trump stand by five o'clock follies is on the way next here on the bobby mack show on a rainy
3: thursday all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question
1: what's the best podcast of all time